Pod fans. I'm not going to welcome you back, as that would imply that I'm pleased to see you, but I am glad at least that you realized how benighted your lives were without my presence. Well, you are benighted no more. You are... bidayed. Uh, probably not. And turn up the heat, would you? I can't feel my pinkies. Shut up. No one asked for your opinion. Jeez, kind of an overreaction, don't you think? I was talking to Favriel. Did she say something? No. Riley, she is obviously a plant and therefore cannot talk. Stop interrupting! She cannot talk, but ever since the power of Greyskull decided to stick its wet little nose where it wasn't wanted, Favriel has taken to... expressing opinions. I don't want to hurt your feelings. I have none and thus cannot be hurt by your feeble words. But that sounds real unlikely. And real dumb. Yes, it is dumb, Favriel. I was talking to you. I'm not the one insisting on butting in with unwanted commentary. Okay, but I am, because while you're arguing with your plant, Evelyn has been making a whole lot of changes to your fortress. I got lost three times trying to find this recording studio. Also, seriously, it is too cold in here. Why would I care what Evelyn is doing? And the thermostat says 68, which is perfectly acceptable. You're wearing mittens. Don't act like you aren't cold. They were a Christmas gift. I am being... uh, polite. I'm gonna say this back to you so you can hear how it just drips with plausibility. You, Skeletor, are wearing mittens that make your hands look like little pandas with bow ties. Because you're polite. And also you don't care about Evelyn taking over your fortress, even though she's also taken over your bedroom, your job, and your whole, like, shtick. Evelyn is not my problem. What is my problem, listeners, is you. And while you are not so big a problem as spider mites or pots without drainage holes, you are still very much a problem. Thankfully, I am prepared to combat your gardening ignorance with my genius. Have you been neglecting your plants? Why am I even asking? Ahem. So, you've been neglecting your plants. Perhaps you turned the heat too high, or didn't check the soil often enough, or you went on vacation and left your evil fortress without a plant sitter. But now, here you are, facing a drooping, listless plant minion. Your best option is a shower. Naturally, you should be thoroughly punished for your transgressions, but time is of the essence, so schedule your punishment for a time in the near future that's convenient for you. Gather your dehydrated plants and put them in your shower. For this next part, I recommend getting in the shower with your plants to make this easier. Turn on the water. Do not turn the water to your usual preferred temperature. You want lukewarm at most. Now, thoroughly drench all your plants. You want to soak them until water is running through the soil and your shower smells like a botanical garden. My shower always smells like a botanical garden, and I can tell you, few things in life will give you such profound satisfaction. Well, you've been forced into showering under the hose in the greenhouse, so... Uh, That is by choice. Then why do you complain about it so much? Uh, To brag about my excellent new bathroom, obviously, which is much superior to my old master bath in its number of plants and botanical smell, even if it is a few ticks lower in privacy and hot water. Now, stop interrupting. The shower provides the immediate hydration that your plant needs. It will help in removing dust from the leaves to allow for better photosynthesis. And it will help wash out excess salts that may have built up in the soil. Salts built up in the soil can impede plants' ability to take in water. 
Geez, this sounds like the ideal way to water your plants. If you're able-bodied and happen to possess the core strength to carry a five-gallon pot's worth of monstra, it's an effective option. If not, or if you have especially unwieldy plants, a simple thorough watering, a spray bottle, and a damp cloth will still do the trick. If you're using a damp cloth, for the love of Grayskull, check your plants for pests first. What you do not want is to touch a contaminated plant and then take those pests on a tour of every other plant in the house like it's some sort of all-you-can-eat buffet. (sighs) What? I told you, it's too cold in here. What happened to the roaring fire? Nothing. And it's perfectly fine. Put on a sweater. I am wearing a sweater. Well, put on another one. I didn't bring one. Why would I bring an extra sweater? Back up. One never knows when an extra sweater might come in handy. I'm not going to ask. I have no idea what you mean. I'm not going to ask you how you used a sweater as part of some sort of Rube Goldberg device that nearly defeated He-Man. Oh, you should. It's an excellent story. I'll ask if you let me put another log on the fire. I'm not going to barter like a common fruit monger. You should want to hear all about how I used the static sparks from a wool sweater on a dry winter's eve to signal to Merman to unleash the bees. That counts. All right, you get to tell your sweater story. I'm putting another log on the fire. Fine. You may put an additional log on the fire. Not that big. I'm not made of firewood reserves, you know. Serves you right for sharing an anecdote. My anecdotes are universally beloved. Yeah, you tell him, Favriel. I'm going to have you both sent to the dungeon if you don't start showing a little more respect. The dungeon is being converted to a speakeasy. What? Yeah, it's one of Evelyn's renovation projects. <sighs> Very well. No other comments? I would have to care in order to comment, and I don't. I don't care even the slightest bit that my legacy is being overwritten. That my overlordery is being forgotten like a moldering peach at the back of the fridge. Speaking of the fridge, you probably shouldn't go into the kitchen. Is this not a free evil fortress? I will go wherever I please. There's contractors in there. Evelyn wanted more built-in shelving and said, The kitchen island isn't big enough for storage. There's plenty of storage if you don't stack the crockery like you were raised in a barn. Okay, well, Beastman and Whiplash are on top of the new island and have claimed it's theirs now and they're developing a nation. Kitchenadia. So, yes, don't go into the kitchen. Do they have a form of government yet? No, but the national sport is fire hockey. Huh. Whiplash's priorities remain as consistent as ever. They're pretty cool priorities, though. Disagree. But something we can all agree on is the plant of the episode, the croton. It's a plant that will wow all who gaze upon its variegated foliage. The croton is not always a first pick as a houseplant because it requires a great deal of light. The orange, reds, pinks, and yellows of the variegation come from exposure to plenty of sun, four to six hours a day at least. If your croton's leaves are green or the plant is lanky, it's not getting enough sun and needs to be relocated possibly into the care of a better gardener. When your croton is dry, water thoroughly until water is running out of the bottom of the pot. Dry plants will drop leaves, so if your croton is experiencing leaf drop, step up your watering. They also appreciate a bit of humidity. If you're in a dry climate such as an evil fortress near a simmering pool of lava... And yet somehow too cold in this room. What is with your heating and cooling situation here? 
I have neither the time nor the inclination to discuss the effects of condensation on bespoke masonry. Now, as I was saying, if you're in a dry climate, consider the occasional misting or keeping your croton in a brightly lit bathroom. Okay, I can appreciate the call for look. Good for you, croton. Do your thing. The croton doesn't need your approval. Yeah, but I bet it appreciates it. Well, we will never know because Beastman thoroughly mangled the last croton I brought into this evil lair. The resulting mess was some denuded twigs and a groaning Beastman in need of tum-tum rubs. Clawful was on tum-tum duty, and that went about as well as you'd imagine with someone who has pincers for hands. He ended up accidentally tickling Beastman until he threw up. We have since removed Clawful from tum-tum duty. It did save us a trip to the vet, though. Crotons! Will it kill Beastman? It will certainly try. Clawful is surprisingly gentle with those things. Yes, well, one assumes that when your hands are pincers and you wear contacts, you acquire a certain level of dexterity and care. And on the subject of care, we have a word from our sponsors. Ahem. Would you like to crush your enemies and take their things for your own? Of course you would! Seizing the possessions of a hated adversary is one of the greatest pleasures one can experience in life. But what if you are too inept or uncoordinated to gain property through traditional plundering methods? Well, lucky for you, incompetent clods, there's Plunderbox. Wait, don't you subscribe to Plunderbox? I'm pretty sure I saw their logo on one of these empty containers. Well, yes, but that's because I'm a busy overlord on the go who doesn't have time to do his own pillaging. On the go? Where exactly have you gone in the past month? It's a metaphor! A metaphor for what? Staying in your room and living off takeout food and cans of factory regular soup? No, it's a metaphor for, shut up, Riley, I'm trying to read this ad copy. That doesn't even make sense. You don't even make sense! <sighs> now where was I? Oh yes, if you're too pathetic to ransack your opponent's stronghold for yourself, or are too busy attending to complicated matters that your fledgling minion could not possibly comprehend, there's Plunderbox. Every month, Plunderbox sends you a crate filled with treasure they have seized from an array of victims across Eternia. Instead of plundering your loot the old-fashioned way, for a nominal fee, they bring the plundering to you. That sounds a lot more like shopping than it does plundering. Nonsense! With shopping, you pick an item you desire and pay for it like a common tradesperson. The beauty of plunder is it could be anything. Just as you can never be certain exactly what the treasury of your nemesis might contain, each crate from Plunderbox is a surprise. It could be filled with jewels, or rare seedlings, or gold bullion. It could be anything. Loot and pillage from the comfort of your own evil lair with Plunderbox. Plunderbox is not available in all areas of Eternia. Shipping and handling fees may apply. Plunderbox cannot guarantee the value of any individual crates or that crates may not be empty. So, was your crate filled with gold bullion? Not gold bullion. What does that mean? What other kinds of bullion is... Wait a minute. Is that where you got all that sketchy soup? Uh, do not denigrate my soup! My gastrointestinal system doesn't care that the noodles are unconventionally shaped, and neither should you! Unconventionally shaped? Let me see that. Skeletor, I don't think you're supposed to eat that. This is made from that novelty pasta they give out as a joke at bachelorette parties. Nana has boxes of that stuff. Oh. I thought the noodles tasted a bit stale. Well, your grandmother's questionable taste in novelty starches notwithstanding, 
we should get back to the plant-based content our listeners crave. Fine. But I'm still cold, by the way. Normally this place is stuffy and too hot. Is there something wrong with the ducts or what? Oh, who knows? Eva Lynn's clearly decided what her priorities are, and comfort isn't high on that list. She has no appreciation for a cozy lair, and the satisfaction of being wrapped in a blanket in front of a gently roaring fire with a warm beverage as winter marches on beyond your window while you get lost in a guide to healthy soil management. You should really wash that blanket. It is covered in Panthor's hair. Yes, I have a cat. That is what they do. The only reason my chest harness isn't as furry as He-Man's briefs is because I lint-roll religiously. So Evelyn is cutting the heating budget, or...? For the last time, I neither know nor care what Evelyn is doing. All I know is that when I went to the woodshed, there was a dearth of firewood to be had, and I was not feeling especially equipped to heft an axe over my shoulder and go out into the woods to do something about it. I've been busy. Sitting in here. Wearing panda mittens. I've been strategizing my garden plans. And I'm level 723 in Garden Matcher. Ah, productive. Oh, by the way, Mom and Dad are asking if you'll come to dinner now. What do you mean now? I've already made it quite clear that I am unwilling to have anything to do with social niceties like your family dinners. Dad just figured that you probably weren't as busy now. Now? You know, now. Now that things are... Less busy. Your parents decided to wait until I'd been ousted from power, deposed in my own evil fortress, at my lowest ebb, and then accost me with dinner invitations yet again? Monsters! How dare they rub salt into my wounds in this callous way! Oh my god, you do not have to come to dinner. Dad does really great brisket tacos, though. I'd sooner de-louse Beastman. You do that anyway. Yes, but out of necessity, I'm not going to dinner. Hey, fine with me. And now, a leaf it to me. Ahem. I said, and now a leaf it to me? Riley, are you going to hand me a leaf it to me or not? I'm trying. They've kind of piled up all over the place, and they're coming at a delay since you never changed your address back from the palace. How dare they revel in my... Ugh, setback. If they want my mail to come to the right place, the post office will change it for me. It's not like they don't know that I am back here. I will not condescend to the level of such spite. Man, they're just doing their job. And I am doing mine. Being a gigantic butt? Yes! Well, alright then. Okay, here's your question. <clears throat> Dear King Skeletor, <laughs> I had a terrible spider mite infestation that killed all my calatheas and several ferns. And for that, you should be punished. Report to the nearest freelance torturer immediately. I know you are going to say I should be punished, and I've made an appointment with Thumbscrew Thomas for next week. Next week? Do your plants have another week? They need you to learn your lesson now. I know it shouldn't wait, but since you've become king, the freelancers are all booked up. Oh, well, uh, fine then. Presuming that I'll have learned my lesson, I want to start building my indoor jungle back up. How can I be sure that spider mites are not still in the house, waiting to destroy any white fusion calathea or bird's nest fern that I might buy? Signed, Anxious in Eridan. Well, Anxious, first of all, adequate job in recognizing your need for both guidance and punishment. If only all listeners and minions were the same. 
However, I have bad news. There is no way you can be certain that spider mites are not still somewhere, somehow in your house, or even that they would not have come in on your new plants. You must learn from this experience, and not just that having arm hair pulled out by duct tape is an effective behavior deterrent. You must be incredibly vigilant, and be sure that your plant care is appropriately compensating. Look carefully for signs of spider mites every few days. Since they are almost impossible to see, Look under the leaf and where the stems connect for the delicate webbing that they live in. Spider mites hate moisture, so if you keep a regular showering schedule for your plants, this will help deter them. Do plants sing in the shower? Of course not. They are too dignified. Much like myself. Watch your mouth, Favriel. If you don't put your plants in the shower, at least maintain a regular water spritzing schedule to deter spider mites. Mostly, however... You must always be watching, Anxious. Don't let them catch you unawares. Beautiful. And not at all secretly revealing of your own deep paranoias. All right, great. Let's wrap this up. Uh, Not yet. I've got a new segment to introduce. Peas Porridge Hot. Not gonna lie, I don't love that name. In this segment, I am going to tell you about recipes that can be made with seasonal or greenhouse vegetables and can be cooked in a hot plate or in a crock pot in your home office. You could just start going up for dinner with everyone else. And let them think they've beaten me? Never! I mean, getting a slice of pizza is hardly a surrender. And the pizzas rarely ever have Legos anymore. Most places won't answer if it's whiplash calling. Not good enough. I think they miss you, is what I'm saying. And what I'm saying is, just record the segment. All right. Whatever. Merman, did you not see the sign on the door? Have things gotten so bad that you can no longer read? Um, no and no. Uh, Sorry to interrupt, but the staff meeting is about to start, and Evelyn made it clear that she wants all primary personnel to attend. What? The gall! The utter cheek! How dare she send you to come demand attendance? Oh, um... I'm not going. I refuse. Well, good news then. We didn't expect you to attend anyway, so that's fine. I'm here to get Riley. Can it wait like five minutes? Probably not. You know how evil Lynn gets when she's asked to wait. Last time she got so bored she greenlit Whiplash's fire derby proposal. Ugh, fine. Skeletor, the segment will have to wait. Okay, let's close it out. Absolutely not! I do not run according to evil Lynn's fickle whims. I run according to my own fickle whims and no one else's. Merman, Riley, hurry! Whiplash just wheeled in some plans for something that looks like a spiky hamster wheel, controlled by, uh, as he says, really sweet guitar riffs. Oh god, no. There's no time. Okay, this has been Garden Plots of Skeletor. Come back next time for all your gardening needs. That's awful. That's not how I do it at all. Fine, just record whatever and hit this button when you're done. Be back later to fix it. See you later, Skeletor. Uh, And while you're at it, do something about the firewood situation. Why is my lair turning into an ice cave? Oh, there's plenty of firewood. Did Trapjaw not drop any off? We've all been stockpiling our rooms ever since Evil Lynn decided to keep the thermostat set at 55 degrees so that she can wear her imitation baby seal fur robe at all times. Man, I used to think you weren't too committed to an aesthetic. Though I think Evil Lynn just shut the vent in this room. How dare she? Well, the rest of us have been trying to keep an eye on you, but... After two months of you hiding out up here, I guess it kind of slipped our minds. To be honest, without your usual outraged bellowing, 
I think we all just sort of forgot to check in. You forgot? Yeah, it's like you're not even here sometimes. Well, apart from all the empty soup cans and the recycling. Anyway, I'll tell Traptraw to bring some of the cordwood in here next time he's restocking. Alright, off to the meeting. I don't want to get stuck having to wear the fire derby again. See ya! Yes. Well, a trap job better. Sigh. Garden Pots with Skeletor is written by Marissa Bond, Megan Bob, and Nathaniel Hubbard, and edited by Dan Mulcairn. Our theme song is Daydream by Rafael Medina, and our logo was created by Kit Mulcairn. Skeletor is played by Dan Mulcairn. Riley is played by Kit Mulcairn. Merman is played by Nathaniel Hubbard. Beastman is played by Rafael Medina. Additional music from filmmusic.io from Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com used under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 international license. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe and all associated characters are property of their owners. You can reach us at GardenPlotsWithSkeletor at gmail.com, on Twitter at Garden underscore Plots, or through our website, GardenPlotsWithSkeletor.carrd.co. If you like what you heard, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and review on your podcast app of choice. You can donate to Skeletor Schemes on Ko-fi at ko-fi.com slash gardenplotswithskeletor. Thanks for listening. <laughs>